All right, everyone. Hey, uh, welcome to Toxic Podcast. I'm Alejandro Collini. Oh, is this that song about how about walking 500 miles? Why is this playing at the beginning of the Dog's Purpose episode? It's a very long story. It's very long and complicated, and I'd prefer not to get into it right now. This is my podcast that I host alone. This is called Toxic Podcast. I host it alone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone else. What do I do on this podcast? I consume and process toxic media. Wow, this is taking a long time. Toxic media is a genre that I invented myself. It's any form of content that regardless of quality is genuinely emotionally exhausting or taxing to consume. And today, we're talking about a dog's purpose. Hey, we're talking about a dog's purpose. We're not going to do anything else. You know how in 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 the previous episodes, there's been like tons of other shit going on i wanted to i'm and and a lot of you know a lot of times when a comedian's like i'm not going to throw a pie in your face they are going to throw a pie in your face it's a sort of like nightmarish it's why it's so awful being friends with comedians and having them in your life um (laughs) but i swear i'm not and you can you can listen just listen to the episode i'm not going to do any weird bits in this episode i'm not going to do any bad improv i am just going to talk about a dog's purpose and i'm going to try to control myself i'm going to try to calm down a little bit i'm going to try to be upbeat and cheery oh man oh my god you guys oh man i'm sorry i'm trying i feel like shit i feel like absolute garbage And I'm I'm honestly like, I think the main reason why is this movie, A Dog's Purpose, like, I have felt like shit since I watched A Dog's Purpose, and I wanted to, well, obviously every episode of Toxic Podcast begins with an apology for the previous episode, so I'm really sorry about last week. I'm really sorry, so here's the thing, when you're talking about a comic book property, when you're talking about a fantasy property, and you're like, oh, this doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense, none of the things, none of the things make sense, sure, but, you know, I mean, nothing makes sense. I don't know. I, I feel a little bit... I don't know. I don't want to go back and forth on this, but it's... You, you gotta you gotta take a stand. You gotta have an opinion. But if I made anyone feel, uh, you know, uh, 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 intruded upon or, or, or unduly under attack, you know, certainly I'd called that movie stupid like eight million times. And it's, you know... It's fine, whatever. <laughs> so sorry, sorry about, sorry if I was mean about the Avengers. I know, I know that, la- I know that literally last week at the end of the episode, I was kind of like, Jesus Christ, what am I talking about with being mean to the highest grossing film of all time or whatever? But um, you know, sorry, and and sorry also for the interminable bad improv scenes. For the, you know, I, I'm I'm not saying that it's inherently a good or bad thing, but I think the last two episodes there's just been like a lot of it and. The episodes have been really long, and I just kind of wanted to get back to the basics because honestly, I don't. You know, this is a thing about. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, 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 Jesus, I feel like I feel like some of the demons that live in my rib cage are just rattling the bones. Um, I feel awful. <laughs> I have to stop saying that. I have to deliver an incredible podcast episode about the film A Dog's Purpose. Do you know who the, you know the dog is voiced by Josh Gad? I did not. Um, oh, this movie fucking pisses me off. And that's the thing too is last week I got so pissed off about Avengers. I was hoping that this week I could do like one of these sorts of like, oh my god, strap in! This movie's so crazy, and this movie's crazy in a way that just makes me. Oh man, maybe I'm, I am so moralistic these days. God, I'm such a like. Oh, I am Judge Grumpus. I'm the living embodiment of Judge Grumpus. That's every, well, every fictional character that I create is a projection of myself and et cetera, et cetera. But so let's just like, let's fucking do it. Let's, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta stop swearing too. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about A Dog's Purpose. A Dog's Purpose came out in 2017. It's based on a novel. And it bums, oh my god, you guys, I was having a, the other day, I was like, oh no, I think I might be a novelist. And we'll put a pin in that, but, but, oh man, I think that might, I think I might be a goddamn novelist, and that would be incredibly frustrating. 
All right. All right. But it, 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 I, I wonder, so the novel is from like 2010 or maybe 2007. What is the, what is the track with these sorts of, what is, when you write, I, oh man, I, uh, am I allowed to make accusations against another's artistic creation? Especially after, especially after my podcast right now has been so stop starty and is clearly so just like. Oh, oh, I got, I got the, I got the weird vibes. I got the weird energy in my, in my bones, but who the fuck writes a novel about what it's like to be a dog? Fucking, <laughs> fuck this guy. What's his, his, oh, what, his name is like W. Bruce Cameron. All right. But, 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 and, and, and oh, is God, is God involved in this novel? It's actually quite weird because the dog is like reincarnating. From dog to dog, but also, oh, and here I am being Mr. Why, you know, the snap, the snap is bullshit. But like when the dogs die, sometimes they remember, but sometimes they don't. But then like one, one dog, one dog life is the most important one. I'm sorry, this must sound insane. But the movie is just like, let's just, okay, let's just go. Let's just go. So the movie starts and it's got that, it begins with that like sort of like pharma commercial music, like the, like sort of plunking acoustic guitar, but like there's, it's pharma commercial music. It's a, you know, like you used to be sad, but now your dick gets hard. And so like 90% of this movie is Josh Gad voiceover and the way that Josh Gad talks, I like, I feel like an insane person. I feel like an insane person, but you, I, I want to punch Josh Gad in the face. <laughs> I want, I, and not usually. He's just a he's just a man, you know. I certainly have, you know. I don't think he's the best guy in the world. I don't think he's the worst. But this movie, it's oh my god, the way that he talks, the way that he reads these lines, the way mm, everything about this, it just it makes me. Oh, I feel like a bad person. I feel like a bad person. Uh, okay, I would feel it's it's you're one of those like who the fuck likes this movie like that it's one of those it's like there's some ah oh, this is this is all really bad and i sh- I'm, I'm 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 not in the right mood to do this because i'm about to i'm about to be so evil for a while <laughs> who wants to watch this movie about a dog being like there's so much fucking bad there's so much like oh there's so much shit that's just like and you know what? Sit down and force yourself to write like 10 jokes that you think appear in this dog movie. And they do. And they appear in the most mild, the most blah fucking playing in a Starbucks through the speakers. Like, you know, the, the like the office, like, ooh, ooh. It's all, everything about this movie is like a six. And no, no, no. Everything about this movie is like a four. Like this you could air this movie, ugh, ugh. But, but, oh God, and there's never any real stakes. There's never any stakes, nothing. See, this is, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I was, I'm so bummed that I have to be so mean to this movie. <laughs> but it's an evil film. It's evil. And it's, and it's, I don't know. I, I, I think a lot about, like, how they're gonna, like, if, if there is history or if like aliens come back and they like put a little disc on the ground and the disc resurrects a couple of people and the people get to like tell the aliens what it was like, which is going to be a disaster. That's not how you, that's not how you reconstruct history, but the aliens may not know that. What I'm saying is like, are they going to be like, Oh yeah. And then like their society completely degenerated into this like disgusting, like, sort of pseudo police state dystopia with like incredibly stark differences of experience along like class race and gender lines and like you know uh fear and prejudice being sort of uh employed in such a ubiquitous way that like and in the meantime they're making movies about a dog who keeps coming back to life and he loves his owner, like, I, I don't, I mean, 
you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not, and, and in the last few episodes, I've also been like giving my takes on things. I'm not a very smart man. I'm very dumb. I'm not very smart. I'm dumb. But uh, it's just like, are they, they're going to be like, oh yeah, like this was the period where they like largely orchestrated a massive humanitarian crisis on their own border that drew like stark comparison to like previous instances of genocide and uh sort of gaslit the nation into <laughs> getting mad at like four random not ran for not random but four uh, elected young women of color uh for some weirdly misinterpret see i i don't even want to but in the meantime they're making movies about a dog that keeps coming back from the dead it, and it doesn't even keep... And, and are the other dogs coming back from the dead? Are the other dogs... Are the other dogs having the same experience? This movie does not answer that question. And I think the answer is no, which is fucked. That's fucked. And, and then to not explain this... Why is this dog... Why is this... I'm sorry, there's a helicopter flying over there going... <laughs> uh, okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about a dog's purpose. So the beginning of a dog's purpose is he's like, what's my purpose? I'm a dog. And the first, his first life is like four minutes. Like, he, you know what it is? It's two minutes long. Oh, everything about this movie is you. It, this is one of those movies where you can put it on. And if you, you could sit there with a computer and if you typed fast enough, you could just write the movie 15 seconds before it occurs. Like my, I took notes during this as I do. And my notes are filled with me predicting things. So I have like, okay, 500% this movie is going to start with dog voiceover. There it is. And I guess I don't deserve an award for noticing that. But like, that's the thing with this movie is like, it's a six. No one deserves an award for predicting anything that would happen in this movie because everything that happens in this movie is so, it's, it's so fucking basic. So, so what's the meaning of life? Is there a reason for existence? It was warm. There's my mother. Every day I have fun. Is that the point? And then it was over. No more fun. He gets caught by a dog catcher and murdered. He just gets killed. He's, that's his first life. Death number one. First two minutes of the phone. Uh, the film. Then he was back. He's a pu And I'm a puppy again. And there's so much bad dog POV in this movie. It's never done well. It's like, it's like, uh, it looks like, um... It looks like those like cereal commercials about like adults who don't like cinnamon toast crunch. You know that like fisheye lens where the adults like lean in and they're like, "Well, I don't think cinnamon toast crunch is appropriate to have at breakfast." You're like, it's <laughs> it's very very bad, and it's like, yeah, oh my god. So the dog is like un the dog's not unstuck in time, but like the dog is existing in this like these loops of varying degrees throughout history. So it's like the early 1900s and now the dog, oh man. So the dog, I, I just remembered this thing that bums me out so much. Uh, the, one of the many things about this film that bummed me out so much. So, so the, the, the dog's second life, it gets like taken in by these sort of like, uh, um, uh, like, uh, these, 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 these dirty, these dirty hill folk. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, fine. But so some dirty hill folk put this dog in their pickup and they drive him into town and they leave him in the pickup because they're, because they're poor. Because this movie follows like a fucking like naturalism sort of insane attitude where like, okay, all the all the poor people in this movie are bad. They're all ugly and like they're like they're dressed like the like uh, they're like they're all dressed like the yokels in the Simpsons, like Cletus. They and they all have like no morals. They like abuse each other and they use drugs and they and they don't care about dogs. And so thank God, while the dog, it, this is like a rule in the movie. It pops up over and over and over again. And thank God, suddenly some fucking not poor people show up. Some clean people rescue the dog. It is it, it's so egregious. And the, of course they're all beautiful, but they like get the dog out of the car and they take him in and they take him home and the dog goes, oh, a boy. 
looks at looks at like the kid. He, how does the dog know what a boy? How does the dog know anything? How does the, and he goes? I decided I was going to keep this boy, which is exactly the sort of thing. It's exactly the sort of joke that I was talking about. Where like write down ten jokes. So it's like, oh, the dog thinks that he owns the boy. Ha ha! Like fucking. Ugh. So now they, they, you know, they take him to like a middle class house. And the son really wants to keep him, and the dad is hesitant, and guess what? The very first shot of the dad, he's holding a beer in his hand, and I wrote, he's bad. Because it's exactly this, it's exactly this sort of weird, moralistic, like, naturalism shit. The, you know, poor people, ugly people are bad. People with vices are bad. Drug use is bad. You know, like, um... Sorry, I received a text. I, I texted someone about Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, and they just texted me back. I apologize. Um, but, like, the dad is holding a beer, so you know that he's going to degenerate into alcoholism over the course of the film. And he also doesn't like the dog. So everyone bad also doesn't like the dog, and everyone good does like the dog. This is one of those, like, animal movies where everything in the universe will revolves. Or, like, the dog is like Forrest Gump, but also War Horse, where just, like, everyone who meets the dog is like, I've never had this sort of relationship with anything before. I've never been able to be so honest with it. Like, they all, they all remember him through generate. I can't even... I mean, I want to. I want to even move faster than this. I'm so sorry that I'm just filling your day with negativity. I'm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but so um, the the dog, like they make the dog a collar with a tag that says Bailey. So this is. I just want to be clear. This is life number two. But the dog. So why does the dog's life start? where it does like why doesn't the dog why hasn't the dog existed forever and like what kind of reincarnation are we talking about here because i know like little bits about like very i like i know i I actually no 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 i was just about to say that i know a little bit about reincarnation and like uh hinduism and buddhism no i don't (laughs) i don't at all i'm sorry um but certainly this (laughs) I wonder if there's Jesus in a dog's purpose. Okay. So the dog is now friends with this boy, Ethan. The dog is named Bailey. Josh Gad is the dog. I want to punch him in the face. Yes. Um, I have a boy. His name is Ethan. Yeah. God, what a bad joke. So, um... You know, it's like uh, the dog is the most important companion that anyone in the family has ever had, except for the dad who's evil. And, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes and I'm just like... It's all the stuff that I already said to you. Where like I'm watching this movie and I'm like, what kind of a person do you have to be for this movie to like really give you something? You know, I'm sorry to be so judgmental. This is this is one of those movies that makes me. Oh, I'm feeling. I'm uh, God. I wonder if this will be postable. Well, it's also fitting that this is. Uh, I think next week, if I've gotten my timing correctly, my hope is to be talking about the Joker. <laughs> Which, as uh, as I think we can all gather, is going to be something of a toxic film. Um, so yeah, perhaps perhaps it's great that I'm uh, degenerating into madness. That I'm turning into a dangerous madman. Um, oh, speaking of this, so this movie is all about all these fucking white people in the 1930s, and there's for like the first hour of the movie, there is there are zero people of color in this movie. It's just white people. Like there's like crowd scenes and I, it's just like, I, I, I'm like watching them all be loved by a dog. And so, and I'm just like, I wonder how racist these white people are. Like, they're just, they're probably, we probably don't hear them have some like horrifying conversations. <laughs> I mean, God, Think, I mean, just think about how racist everyone is now. Ugh. So they go to the grandparents' house. They go to, like, their their parents' house. There's, the dog is ch- chasing CGI chickens. I shouldn't have written all this down. So let me... Oh, God, the close-up camera work is really bad. Um, so, yeah, he's a, he's a dog. He's owned by these people. Um, and then, oh, it's just it's just such a... There's, it's, I guess that these are probably all quotes from the movie. Again, there's almost no fucking dialogue. Actually, the the human dialogue in this movie, I will give it up. Well, maybe we're kind of zipping through the childhood. When we get to KJ Apa, that's when this movie gets really fine. Um, but the dog's like, 
Every morning, a big yellow box with wheels took Ethan away. So the dog doesn't know what a box is. Like, no, like, excuse me. The dog doesn't know what a bus is. Like, no one ever says bus near that. Like, the dog is clearly learning. Like, the dog knows things about the world. I'm so, I'm so mad about this. Because it's like, the dog knows, the dog has an English vocabulary that appears to be, like, inherent to it. So, my understanding as, like, a consumer of this my human brain, my basic fucking, like, mammal brain goes, it doesn't matter what language the dog is thinking in. This is just being communicated to me. I'm just hearing this dog's thoughts. It doesn't matter if the dog knows what fucking a tea kettle is and what what, a, what the difference between boots and sneakers is. Like, it's a dog. It's fine. <sighs> but... For to be like, I know, to be like, I know what playing is. I know what ownership is. I know what, what Ethan is to me. I, I, I know that that, I know that Ethan lives with his, I know that these are parents. I understand, you know, like, uh, I, and I guess those are a little sim like more, oh, oh my God. Am I, am I de, what, deconstructing my own anger at this movie? It's a very toxic film, as you can see. It's a very toxic film. It's about a dog being reincarnated through time who for some reason only cares about Ethan. I hate I hate this movie so much. So he's describing what it's like for a dog when everyone leaves for work at school. The dog, he's lonely, he terrorizes the cat all day, he destroys the house. You know, it's another one of these like make a list of things the dog does. So he destroys the house and the, the oh my God, the evil dad is angry at the dog. I Oh my God, I wrote down, I hope the dad snaps the dog's neck. And Josh Gad is like, Josh Gad, because he doesn't know what fucking being murdered is, he's like, oh, dad played with me too roughly. Um, so there's, you know, it's just a bad, it's just a bad movie. It's a bad, uh, it it's just feels like being sanded down. It feels like having your fucking brain sanded down. Like, there's the scene with the gold coin. The dad collects, like, fancy coins and the dog eats a coin so that they're all at dinner. At, and Ethan, it's like antics, you know? I guess we're, I guess we're watching Ethan bond with the dog because obviously the dog loves Ethan so much that he devotes his entire, ugh, whatever. So the dog, at the beginning, you know, and the other thing is, at the beginning of the movie, the dog's like, what's my purpose? I'm a dog. What's my purpose? What's the dog's purpose? This movie's called A Dog's Purpose. What's the purpose of this dog? You'd think that, that, that and, and I, this is another thing that I wrote down. I bet at the end of the fucking movie, he's going to say like, a dog's purpose is just to fucking hang out. Like he's, there's no, there's no chance that he's like, oh yeah, a dog's purpose is to like, always be there for your friends. Never, uh, feed me after midnight. I don't know why it's the gremlins, but like, you know, there's, there's it's not going to be, it's not going to be Spinoza. I'll tell you that. It's not, I, I don't know. I've, I've been sponsored by Spinoza. I mention him every episode now. Um, but so yeah, so the so they have some antics together. The dog eats the gold coin, and then the boss shows up to dinner, and it's awkward. And the boss is like, "Oh, show me your gold coin." And the kid's like, "Wait, wait, not till after dinner." And then the dog shits out the coin, and the Ethan has to go through the shit to get the coin and return it to the case. Which like, wouldn't the wouldn't the coin pervasively smell like? Ugh, all right, but it but but so at the end the. Dog. Oh, uh, and then the dog like knocks a bunch of stuff over or whatever. And the dad's like, the dad's like, my promotion was that my chances were shot because of this dog. Like watching this movie, it I feel like I was losing my mind. Like I, it, so, they lock the dog in the garage. Everything revolves around the dog. Everything revolves around the dog. You know what it's like? It's kind of like Paddington, and not in a good way. Like that's one of my things that I kind of didn't love so much about Paddington, how like every single thing in everyone's universe hinges upon. So, so, so I don't know why, but, the, but Ethan has no friends and all he does is play with his dog and he throws his football in the air to play fetch with his dog and the football becomes a different football. And then the football comes down and it, <laughs> Ethan is now KJ Appa, Archie himself from Riverdale and now he's like a teenager. He's a, like a senior or a junior in high school. He's, a, he's getting ready to go to, to start applying for colleges or whatever, or get, try to get a football scholarship for college. And he's in this like bunch of like bros. And one of the bros, again, like the, the less good, like the least good looking bro is like an evil guy. So he's like, why do you always have this dog with you? Is it like a girlfriend? Or, and you know, you can tell that he's bad. He's marked for badness because he doesn't like the dog. 
Um, and as we, as I uh, could have, you know, as we all could have known, that he gets home to his dad. The father has degenerated into alcoholism. The father's sitting on the couch, just like drinking beer. Um, they, uh, they died. Well, I don't know. It occurs to me that I don't know what color KJ Apa's hair is, but they either dyed his hair for this or they dyed his hair for Riverdale. I don't know what's, I guess it's more likely that he probably doesn't have red hair or wait, uh, uh, all right, whatever. <laughs> so the dog, oh God. So they, they, you know, now they're at a carnival and he likes a girl and the dog, one of the things the dog, see, you are hearing his thoughts. I'm so mad. One of the things that the dog knows is that like when people are horny, that they smell different. So the dog keeps, the, the dog's always being like, oh, such and such smelled different. Such and such smelled all sweaty and weird. So he like smells that the kid likes this girl, that, that, that Ethan, KJ Apple likes this girl. And the dog kind of like comes up and sticks his nose under the girl's dress. <sighs> and, and the girl's like, oh, and he, and, and KJ Apple's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was the dog. And she's like, oh my God, the dog. Well, I'm, you know, now that dog uh, needs some manners. And they like flirt about, uh, you know, the dog because the dog is the hinge upon which the universe turns. You know, the, the, the dog, like, brings down Flight 93. That's what I wrote down, is that the dog helps bring down Flight 93. Um, <laughs> uh, good job. Good job, Alejandro. Uh, but so, yeah, now KJ Apa and Hannah are dating. And it's just, this movie's just shots of people playing with a dog. Like, beautiful people playing with beautiful dogs in beautiful sort of Americana landscapes. Um, they never stop the dog POV. Um uh i was uh literally just gonna say like does the dog watch them have sex but then the dog is like oh god the dog like watches them make out and it's like i don't know what they're doing i wonder what he's looking for in her mouth but uh, fucking shut up shut up josh but so um you know the father finishes degenerating into complete uh alcoholism he seeds his membership in the human race he becomes just like a sort of movie function uh abusive character where he uh starts like one night he's like screaming at uh the his his uh wife and he like KJ Appa and him have a sort of confrontation in the yard and then he pushes the mom down and KJ Appa like uh, knocks him down and kicks him out of the house and um then kj Apa gets a football scholarship and uh he lives with uh you know the dog is like from that from then on ethan was the leader of our pack <sighs> so he gets a football scholarship and then that night and then that night, they all go down to the diner. He and his girlfriend go down to the diner, and the dad shows up. The dad's being, like, a cartoon character drunk person. He's, like, really pathetic. He shows up. He's like, hey, hey, son, great, great job. Huh? Uh. And then the kid, you remember the kid who didn't like the dog from earlier from his, like, group of friends? The uh, These movies have just no, these movies are made of, I guess it's propaganda. I guess it's propaganda. Because, hmm, yeah. Uh, I mean, everything is propaganda, right? I mean, you know, everything is just because it's a Saw movie doesn't mean it's not propaganda. Just because it's Annabelle creation doesn't mean it's not propaganda. These are all things for us to sort of put into ourselves for, to stand existing. I need to stop talking about this. Um, and that's not what propaganda is. I gotta stop saying that word too. I'm an idiot. I'm so dumb. What a dumb guy. All right, all right. But, um,. <laughs> So there's, so Todd, who's the character who like doesn't like the dog and you know that he's evil because he doesn't like the dog, but now he's got like, the, the, see, that's the thing is these movies, they just have no rules for like, so Todd, I guess, I guess this is the sort of stuff that happens in real life, but like Todd comes up to Ethan is like, oh, I guess nothing, I guess something isn't perfect in Ethanville. Looks like your dad's a little drunky. He's an alky. He's a drunkard. And then like Ethan like decks Todd in the fucking face. He just drops him. And, uh... Oh, yeah. So this is where I started wondering, what does any of this mean? Does the dog still want to know his purpose? And then that night, Todd returns to Ethan's house, puts a firecracker through the mail slot, burns the entire house. Like, there's this huge, massive fire. It takes a million years for everyone to get out. They, They get trapped in an upstairs room. There's these, like, massive flames licking the sides of the house. The whole house is filled with flames. And then, uh... 
everyone sort of has to lower themselves out of the house or his mother and the dog get lowered down by sheets, but then there's no more sheets and the sheets burn up or whatever. And Ethan falls out the window and lands on a rake. So now he's permanently got like a bad leg and he can't play football anymore. And this is one of those screenplays that is so addicted to cause and effect that it's like actually bad. Like everything, like everything that happens, it's like watching dominoes, but like all the dominoes are like, (laughs) you like know that all the dominoes have like done something terrible for which they'll never face accountability as the, as the dominoes fall. And, And instead of being like, Oh, this is an artful falling of dominoes. You're like, look how many of them there are. What an unjust world. But so, um, Ethan now he never he never wants to play anymore even though he carried a great new stick. Ugh. So now the dog like god men are idiots. Men are such This is I also wrote down men are idiots. So KJ Apa is depressed and he breaks up with Hannah. He breaks up with Hannah. He's like you're going to college and she's like yeah, I'll I love you. I want you to cuz they were going to have a life together where they both go to college, but he lost his football scholarship and he's now staying like on the farm. He's going to go to like a different like a technical college to gain the skills to like work on the farm. His whole life he you know, his whole life has just been completely derailed and he's so so depressed. He's like what, 17, 18 years old and he just cuts off his girlfriend and like pushes her away and this is when I wrote that men are idiots. Um <laughs> why why are you doing this? Why on earth are you doing this instead of instead of being like, "Oh man, uh, but but yeah, yeah." So he isolates himself. He says a tearful goodbye. Uh, oh, Hannah says a tearful goodbye to the dog. Yeah, she's just been dumped by the guy that she was like wanted to spend the rest of her life with, and she has the presence of mind to like sit down and be like, "Goodbye, Bailey." <laughs> but so she drives off and um then Ethan goes to like a different college and the dog sort of chases his car. It's very sad. It's very cynically tear jerking. It's this is what this movie is. It's tr- it's just like it doesn't deserve anything. It doesn't deserve I'm so mad. I'm so mad. <sighs> I'm sorry. If you think you like Josh Gad, you should watch this movie. So 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 at this point Josh Gad's like maybe the point of life was not to look for a point which he's already said before and it's definitely going to be the ending like it's definitely the ending. So now the dog's old and he gets sick and everyone so the the family and now the dog through his own eyes again through this terrible fish eye cinnamon toast crunch commercial fucking lens um he gets like taken to the vet by like the parents and grandparents and like he's he's like nobody wants to die oh you know like he, he's like i don't want to die but like yeah that's I, it's, I was watching this movie i was thinking about how i get i guess i don't want to die i guess i don't want to die Ugh, so fucking annoying i'm sorry i'll try to be i need to stop swearing but um so bailey dies uh oh ethan i think come yeah ethan comes back and says goodbye ethan like they call ethan on the phone and he drives back from college to say goodbye to bailey and then i think they put bailey down which is like it's also amazing that bailey's mind never is like i guess it doesn't matter because dogs are old like he's like i wanted to let go anyway but like does he not realize that like that the humans keep taking him to this facility and injecting him and killing him at the end of his life whatever so now josh gad is like i'm a girl like now josh now like josh gad is ellie a police dog she's a fucking cop um which isn't her fault but but uh, so now Josh Gad is like, this is my purpose. My job is to seek and find and show. So like uh, Ellie, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Ellie the dog because Ellie's just a, a cuter dog than the previous dog. The previous dog was a red retriever and Ellie is, God, I don't know what Ellie is. Ellie is like that sort of, is a, is a, an ears dog. Um, there's, you know, if you like, if you like dogs, there's a lot of cute dog stuff and there's, you know, there's a lot of dogs sort of like sort of, you know, putting their noses in their paws or whatever and snuggling up to humans. And there's a lot of humans and dogs hugging each other and loving each other, dogs jumping and, you know, all of that stuff. But so now Ellie is a cop and her owner is uh, this sad guy, uh, Carlos, who lives alone. But it's like now time starts acting in weird ways because like for the first couple of lifetimes, it seemed like you were like getting a basic excuse me, a narrative of the entire dog's life. But now it just like skips around based on like whatever they want you to know at the time. Like it's, it's, it's just a bad, it's just a really bad, it's a bad movie made to do bad things to people who aren't paying enough attention. And, um, 
you know, uh, so the, so Ellie or Ellie or Josh Gad or like, doesn't is still misses Ethan. Like Ethan, like Ethan is like the dominant life for this dog. It's like the main life. And so even as Ellie is hanging out with Carlos and being like, Oh, I'm so sad that Carlos is sad. Carlos clearly used to have someone in his life, but now he's alone all the time. And like, he hangs out and he eats like a sad bowl of cereal in his underwear and stuff. And like Ellie sits at his feet and shit. Um, but so, you know, and, and Ellie like kind of tries to drag him out of his misery by like being a cute dog and like making him, you know, like Josh Gad keeps talking about like needing to make people happy and needing to cheer people up, which was the other thing is like, I thought that at the end he was going to say, that's what a dog's purpose is to cheer people up or whatever. Um, but so, uh, oh my God, the, the end of this dog life is... <laughs> A man has kidnapped his daughter and takes her to, like, a dam for some reason. I have no idea why they go to the dam. But the, she falls in the water. The dog rescues her, which is also... I'm, like, writing this before it's happening. I'm typing it in. And then the dog gets shot. I can't believe this dog has to get shot. This dog dies so many times. Does this, this, the dog never examine its own life? And again, I'm such an idiot. But, like, does the dog never look look at its, at its, at its circumstances and say, I'm not happy with this? Like, the dog just keeps being like, all right, what's the deal this time? What's my lot? I have, I, I have no control and I don't care. Like, it's... I, <sighs> so the dog was a, the, you know, the dog was a great cop. And Ellie gets shot. And, 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 uh, and now... It's the 80s, and you can tell because Take On Me is playing. Uh, <laughs> so now uh, this section of the movie is um, the dog. Oh, my God. The dog's another, like, very cute, big-eared dog. And it's her, his, his owner this time is Kirby Howell Baptiste, who is... Uh, in Killing Eve, she is on The Good Place. Uh, she's, uh, she and KJ Apa and Dennis Quaid, like, I like a lot of the cast of this movie, except for Josh Gad. Um, and she's also very lonely. Like, this is another sort of, like, one of these, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know exactly, I don't know what the point of, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the authors, I don't know what the, I'm sorry for just repeating this phrase over and over again, but it feels, what's frustrating is that it feels like there is something being gotten at. It feels like there is, and I'm, you know, at the end, I don't, I'm not going to spoil it. It's because it's, it's, it's not like a huge twist. It's just like, this movie is about like loneliness and togetherness and like people finding each other and like this dog helping people find each other. But like, it doesn't seem to have anything coherent to say other than like, it sucks to be lonely, which like, uh, yes, it does. Um, sure. <laughs> like just fuck, fuck this dog. Fuck this fucking dog. Oh, and I also wanted to say, fuck the eighties, not fuck the eighties, but like, so I, this, this last week, last week, it's been, Oh, it's been weird. But I, I watched some Adam Sandler movies that I hadn't seen. The early Sandlers. I'd never seen The Wedding Singer. And I was watching The Wedding Singer, and it's fine. I mean, it's bad, but it's fine. Whatever. Uh, I'll, we'll talk about it some other week. But do you realize we have been nostalgic about the 80s for like 22 fucking years? Like 23 years. The Wedding Singer came out in the, what, 96, 97? It's, it, it's... That movie is set in 1985, and it is filled with 80s needle drops of the Stranger Things variety. Like, how, when are we going to get sick of pretend, like, let's move on, let's move on, let's be nostalgic. I was actually talking to my roommates about this, this is how, like, in some, maybe it'll be, like, a decade, maybe it'll be two decades, but, like, there's gonna come a period of television where, like, Every show is about teenagers coping with 9-11. Like 9-11 is going to start happening and happening and happening on TV in people's coming of age shows. As we get nostalgic about the 2000s, it's going to be like, oh man, you know, like this year it's going to be like interior, the strokes are playing, uh, 9-11 is happening on the TV, um, the iPod is not yet invented. <laughs> Whatever. Um, 
But, oh, yeah, oh, my God, Maya's also doing, uh, Kirby, Kirby Halbaptiste is doing an American accent. I love it when British and Australian actors do American accents. It's a perfect thing. Um, but so the dog, oh, this, this is just, like, me being frustrated, but the dog tense shifts. The dog starts being, like, but I know what Maya loves. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Were you telling a story or are you in the present? That's fuck. That's garbage. That is garbage writing. I don't know if it's W. Bruce Campbell or du- what's, I don't know if his, his, his name can't be W. Bruce Campbell. It's like W. Howard Campbell, maybe. I don't even, I don't even want to look it up. I don't even want to look it up. <laughs> let's just get, let's just get through this and then, and then we'll all do something fun together. I don't even know what we're going to do. I don't even know what a guy's purpose is. Oh, I didn't even, do, I didn't do my beginning, my, my beginning bit where I was like, this is a guy's purpose. That's one of the other takes, man. This is, is this a bad episode of Toxic Podcast? Wow. How dare I think like that? All right. So Hadeep was your love plays. Tina falls in love with a dog at the park. And that, yeah, so the dog, I, I don't, yeah, this is where I start it starts to get difficult to even like, so Al who like Maya is a college student and Maya is like her like scenes with the dog are like her studying with the dog on benches and her like eating meals in like cafeterias and like nearby eateries with the dog coffee shops. And uh, Al kind of like asks her to like a student, I think like a student activism group or, uh, or some something of that ilk. And she dodges him even though she like kind of does like him, but uh, as you know, later on in this sequence, uh, they go to a dog park, and it turns out that Al owns a dog that Tino, this is the Josh Gad dog, falls in love with, and Al and Maya end up falling in love and spending. Um, they begin dating, and Al asks Maya out, and of course the dogs are omnipresent in their lives. The dogs are under the table at this restaurant, which is not allowed. It's an indoor restaurant, whatever. The dogs are, like, in their wedding photos. And then, what happens this time? Oh, they just, they have, they get married, and they have, this is one of those happy ever after uh, lifetimes, is they get married, they, they have kids, the kids chase the dog around and, uh, you know, he's a little corgi and, uh, the one day his companion whose love dog goes to the vet and never comes back. One day Roxy went to the vet and never came back. And then the next line is everyone was very good to me. Is the dog, what, what the, 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 his loved ones are being exterminated, whatever. So now the dog's dead again. Now the dog's back. And so now the dog lives, uh, with, oh, okay. Yeah. So. It's like, oh, suddenly this this dog's life is bad because he lives with bad people who are poor. That's right. You guessed it. They're poor, so they're bad. So the dog, like, he's, like, outside this, like, dirty, poor person house. I'm really sorry. I'm, you know, like, I'm, I, I'm sorry about the, the glibness with which, with which I say this. It's just, like, you, the movie... But what feels so evil about this is that it taps into a sort of unspoken language of visual cues. Like, it's, it reminds me of when, it reminds, frankly, it reminds me of when white people are in a room being racist and not acknowledging it to each other. And uh, it's just like a really, really corrosive thing. Like, and, and that's what's so scary about, like, reality. That's what's so scary about, like, the way that reality is shaped by our insistence upon what's going on in reality. Like, <sighs> but so, yeah, the dog isn't cared for properly. And then his his evil owner, his who, you know, puts the dog in a pickup truck and abandons it out in the middle of nowhere. And so now he's astray and he's, and he's like dirty, but then he like recognizes a smell and the music shifts from melancholy to hopeful. And the dog is sniffing and sniffing and sniffing the smell. And then, and I really need to draw a line under this. We get a point of view shot from inside the dog's nose. Like not... Like, but that's not where a point of view comes from. It's a nose. You literally, and I can like post this online. I don't like, it's, you see the outlines of the dog's nostrils and you, the viewer, are situated inside the nose looking out at the world. It's insane. 
it's re- <sighs> so we get the POV nose shot and basically they bring basically the dog finds his way back to the farm he somehow I don't know how I don't know how this happened but the dog now is back at Dennis Quaid's farm and so now Dennis Quaid and the dog have found each other but the dog is a different dog like Ethan Ethan doesn't excuse me Dennis Quaid is playing grown-up Ethan Ethan, the sad KJ Appa, who has lived on the farm alone for years and years and years. Ethan is like, come on, go home, dog. But the dog sits on the porch instead of going anywhere. The dog just sits on the porch and sits on the porch. And, uh, you know, Ethan tries to bring him to a shelter, but, like, doesn't really have the heart. So finally he's like, all right, fine, you're my dog, fine. But Ethan's still sad because he's alone. And the dog's like, how am I going to get this guy laid? That's like, God, the dog, the dog, what? He's lived so many lifetimes, he's never mentioned wanting to fuck. But he's totally aware when other people, when other things around him want to fuck, he doesn't verbalize it as, oh, this person wants to fuck, whatever. So the dog now is like, I'm going to go find Hannah, which is another, I was like, oh, he's going to go find Hannah, isn't he? The dog goes to find Hannah, KJ Appa's girlfriend. Um, Dog follows Hannah's smell and literally finds her. And then Hannah... Like, is like, who are you? What's up? The, like, the dog gnaws on Hannah's shoe, and she's like, what's up? Whose dog are you? And it, now she kneels down, and she looks at the tag, and it's her ex-boyfriend from high school's dog. Can you imagine that? That's a really funny moment. I'm a big fan of that. Can you imagine if you, if you were just, like, living your life? You're, like, 50, 60 years old, and some dog comes up to you, and you're like, what's up? And you check the tag, and it's your ex-boyfriend from high school. So Hannah takes the dog back to Ethan's house. And, um, you know, Hannah has moved back to town. She, like, went off and lived her life. And Ethan apologized. Like, Ethan apologizes to Hannah, which is, like, great. It's great that he, like, actually says, like, that was really bad what I did. I shouldn't have pushed you away. Not a day goes by that I don't kick myself for doing that. Um, it's, it, I don't know. This, again, the human dialogue is, like, not terrible. Like, there's, the, the dialogue in this movie, parts of this movie are not terribly made. It's just in service of something, it's in service of pure evil. <laughs> so Ethan finally had what he needed. He was happy. I was happy, too. Yeah, so they have a sloppy old person makeout session, and then they get old person married. Um, and I, too, I'm so angry, I'm so old, I'm such an old man. I'm, yeah, this is why, this movie really... Because I was doing great on Thursday, and then on Friday I watched this movie, and now I feel terrible. It's Saturday. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need to eat a big meal. I had a bagel. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so at the end of the movie, the dog is like, but he, he like still wants to be identified as Bailey. You know what I mean? He's like, how can I tell Dennis Quaid that I'm... being magically reincarnated through time. So he, like, finds the old deflated football that Bailey used to play with, and he, like, starts doing all the things that Bailey used to do, and it is such a funny scene. I can't... The fuck? Dennis Quaid pretending to realize that his dog is his dead dog. Like, Dennis Quaid being like, whoa, buddy, you're freaking me out. This is... Whoa, hey. Oh, my God. Bailey? And the dog's like... Like, it's, oh my God. If fucking, if a guy in his 50s and 60s starts saying that his dog is his dead dog reincarnated, that's not a reincarnated dog. That's early onset dementia. Like, God. Bailey? So now he knows, I don't even know what the significance of it. It's like the dog. And why does Josh get, like, why... You know, this ostensibly, the whole question of this movie has been, what is a dog's purpose? Obviously, and at the end of the movie, he goes, I guess this is a dog's purpose, just to be here now, which is exactly the same as this thing he's been, oh, I guess it was just to experience the present, just to whatever, just to hang out. Just That's not a purpose. That's not an answer. That's, ugh. But so, you know, this whole movie ostensibly is him trying to find his purpose or whatever. And then at the end of it, he really, like... He he really has a specific desire, which is that he wants his favorite owner, like he wants to be reunited with his favorite owner, which is like, oh, again, a, a lot of the questions that I have, are all dogs experiencing this? Are all dogs being reincarnated through time? Are all living creatures being re- reincarnated through time? 
is the point of this just that like this one dog is bonded with this one guy like what does any of this mean and if the answer is nothing then fuck this movie sorry <laughs> but so yeah a dog's purpose is nothing and but but what i'm but he really wants to be identified as himself like for, for a dog with no purpose, this dog has a very specific, idiosyncratic, individualistic desire for Ethan to recognize him as him or, or them. Like what? It's very strange. It's a very strange movie. It's a, it's very strange. And the next one, I haven't watched A Dog's Journey. I don't even, I also, I, I know this is kind of a weird thing to say, but my roommate Ryland told me that the dog spends a part of this movie handcuffed to a dead woman. And that did not happen in this movie. Was that a joke or does that happen in the next one? Because like, I've been thinking, I've been like, I was going to, I was like, oh, I'm watching a dog's purpose. I better brace for the section of this movie where this dog is like handcuffed to a, a deceased woman. Um, I guess I'm really glad that's not in this movie. Ugh, am I going to watch a dog's journey? Am I going to watch it? Fuck. I always do this to myself. I'm addicted to pain. Okay, okay. So let's let's do um whew. That's the end of that's the end of the fucking movie. I'm sorry. Um So let's do something a little bit fun because I said we were going to do something fun at the end of this movie. So what's a guy's purpose? I'm just a guy. I'm not a dog. What's what's a guy's purpose? Is it to record an, a wildly underrated podcast? Is it to spend years and years of your life fighting incrementally against your own mental illness to, to just push your in a Sisyphean fashion to push your own quality of life up, up the, up the hill until you inevitably die. Is it, uh, <laughs> is it to read all of Venom comics? Cause if that's the case, I got it in the bag. Um, okay, what's, well, what's the, what's the meaning of life? What's my purpose? What's a guy's purpose? <sighs> I don't know. To be honest and true, um, to always look both ways before crossing the street, to be, hey, to be a great ally. Hey, <laughs> where, who, who loves the fact that I'm an ally? Oh man, <laughs> what a disaster. Um, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not making fun of the concept of allyship, obviously. I'm making fun of my own, uh, desire to, and probably shortcomings in, 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 you know, um, but in any case, uh, we're going to talk about the Joker, I guess, or, or Joker, as he likes to be called. No, the, but, um, is it, am I timing this right? Whatever. Well, we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll time it. Maybe if I timed it wrong, I'll become the Joker uh, because it'll make me so angry. I'll lose my mind. We live in a society. My name is Alejandro Colini. Uh, sorry. I'm very. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about this episode. Uh, sorry about everything. Take care of each other. It's a really hard. Uh, um, it's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. The love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. But there must be some magic clue inside these tears of woe, because all I see is a tower of dreams. Real love bursting out of every scene. Days go by, but it's the bigger love of the family. Family matters. Uh, right? That's that. Wait, is there? Is that someone at the door? Is that someone... Is there some sort of wacky character that, why don't you come, wait, stop recording, stop recording, before you come in, stop recording.